live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Here it comes. And Bragman clubs it deep to left center field. Going back, Schwarber still going back at the wall. See you later! Two-run home run for Alex Bregman. And the Astros' lead is 5 to nothing. Snap to Prescott. Little play action. Standing. Deep post. Caught. Lamb. Touchdown. Four-step drop. He's firing far side. Has a man open at the five-yard line. That ball is caught for a wildcat touchdown. Thomas Harper in coverage, but it is a touchdown for Phillip Brooks. And the Wildcats with 11-17 to go in the first half. Now with a 20 to nothing lead. Zach Schmidt is going to attempt a 19-yard field goal. Oh, no, they're going to fake it. Schmidt's going to keep it, and it's a touchdown. Abracadabra for the Sooners as they find Paydirt on fourth down. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. Oh, no. Oh, be careful what you say. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. It is a new week. It is Halloween. Monday, October 31st. T-Row in the morning show time. This show is going to be a thriller. Here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. A1 and Turkey Bacon with you. Hope you had a great weekend. We got trick-or-treating tonight. We got OU Baylor coming up this Saturday afternoon. We got an afternoon game at Owen Field. Sooners win in Ames 27-13. Cowboys, yeesh. 48 nothing to K-State on Saturday. Tulsa falls to SMU 45-34. World Series even at a game apiece. Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys win again yesterday. Uh, we got Monday Night Football tonight. Bengals and Browns. OU Soccer wins at the buzzer late last night. They advance to the Big 12 semifinals. All kinds of thunder. Oh, my God. Gosh, the thunder. We got to talk about those guys today. We got a huge Monday show coming for you right here on the T-Row in the Morning Show. And we welcome in now my very best friend in the entire world, the award-winning co-host of this show, T to the J. Perry. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Uh, I knew that wasn't going to be good. Good morning. Hey. We'll we'll work through it. We'll work through it. Extra loud today in my uh, headphones a little bit. How about that? Uh, How about that? All right. Looks like Connor good. had cranked something up let's on try Saturday. It. Let's try it again. Let's start all over because that was a very – that's almost like you tripped coming into a room or yeah, something like yeah. that. Let's try that again. And we start now by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. See, now I messed it up. Let's start. Take three. Here we go. And we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, the award-winning co-host of this show, T to the J. Perry. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Good morning. 
Now, see, that was just low energy. I, I'm, I'm, I thought it was good. You still sound funny. I, I sound funny because I feel funny, so. Like, really loud, though. Like, loud, oh. not really, like, louder than normal. Like, uh, you're. Check, check, one, two. Like, five. you're swallowing the microphone or something. No, not at all. Like, it must be on your end. Oh, boy, here we go. The your end, my end thing. Let me adjust some things over here. Yeah, because my mic's on the same thing, and my level is completely normal. Actually, I'm a little low because I turned it down. People out there, let that. us know if TJ sounds normal. Uh, huh. The text line is Air Comfort Solutions text line. I'm normal in my headphones. I'm normal on the board. You might very well be normal. It might yeah. be on my end. My equipment has been in a bag and traveled to Iowa and back. Right. So it's certainly possible a knob got twisted. However, I only have three knobs that could possibly get <laughs> twisted. And I'm pretty familiar with where they go. Huh. So uh, you sound fine. It's good enough. You know, what does it matter? We got 11 listeners. It doesn't really matter that much. How are you today, TJ? Are you not feeling good? It um, like you... I don't know if I'm getting sick. I don't know if it's allergies. Um, I don't know yet. I've got a sore throat, which is never good in this business. Yeah. But it's not like really flaming. And my face feels like kind of like it's puffy and about to explode, if that makes sense. Yeah, so. It sounds like you're sick. Yeah, I might be. I might be. Where'd you pick up an illness at this weekend? Well, Katie was sick the end of last week, but kept telling me she wasn't sick because Katie likes to do that. She's one of those kind? Yeah, and then she was sick, but she's like, ah, I got the flu shot, so it's just I don't feel good because of the flu shot. Cause, you Having know, a reaction to the, the flu reaction shot? to that. And I said, I think you're sick. You're sick. And then she got to feeling better, and then last night I was laying there, and we were about to go to bed, and I'm like, you know when you feel it coming on and you're like trying to ignore it and you're like, mm-hmm. no, nah, it's not, it's not. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm like, yeah, it is. Uh-oh, so, got yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh-oh. I don't feel terrible, though. It just, I sound, I don't sound great, so. You can't be giving but, candy to kids tonight if you've got diseases on your hands. you got to wear gloves or a mask or both. Um, I typically don't hand out the candy, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's usually Bronx. Bronx loves B-man. to hand out the candy. He loves handing B-man. out candy. man mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, otherwise, I'm fine. I'm fine. You guys got any big Halloween plans tonight? Uh, Just he'll go trick-or-treating for a while, and then he'll say, I'm ready to hand out candy, and then he'll go back to the house to hand out candy. So Take a lap with some of his neighborhood buddies? Uh-huh. That's exactly what he'll do. Dress yeah. it up as a baseball player tonight or something easy, or do we have an extravagant he outfit. is, I don't even know what the character is. We didn't realize he was from a movie. He just really liked the costume. It's like uh, some scary movie that, I don't even remember the name of it. Trick or Treat, maybe. It's like, it's got this uh, orange jumpsuit with like this burlap scarecrow head that's, hmm. I don't know. It's that's kind of terrifying. a scary, uh, scary something a 12-year-old boy would pick out. Uh, so that's what he's going to be. I think the character's yeah. name is Sam. It's from some movie. I think it was Trick or Treat or something like that. I'd never seen it. I'd never seen it. So, You know what I did last night? Uh, I was the tax collector last night. The tax collector? Yes. Yes. I had a little uh, Halloween get-together at my sister's house. Uh, our oh, family. listen to you. What a bum. All the nieces and nephews were there carving pumpkins. And uh, Nana and Papa brought over some Halloween candy for everyone. And everybody brought me their Reese's. Because they know how it works. Got to pay the Uncle Toby tax at our house. So, uh, yeah, we did some pumpkin carving. Uh, 
they were going to watch a little late night, well, later than I wanted to stay out, um, Charlie Brown, Great Pumpkin. What's the movie uh-huh. called? The Great Pumpkin? Pumpkin. The great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, yeah. It's a great day in Charlie. What's it called? It's the Great Pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin. Yeah, I it's think that's pumpkin. what it's called. It's, the, it's called the Great Pumpkin? That yeah. sounds funny. I don't, is it? You're a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? Well, maybe. Something like that. I don't know. They were going to watch that movie. And uh, I jetted before that started, but uh, uh, it's the yeah, Great little... Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, nineteen sixty-six. Yeah, a little chili and some uh, Reese's peanut butter cups last there night. There you go. While the kids carved pumpkins. So. I'll be making up a batch of chili tonight. That's our annual uh, Halloween beans evening or no meal. beans tonight. Uh, I'm a beans guy in my yeah, chili. boy. Yeah, and I know some will say, "Oh, that's not you're chili. a man." That's why. That's right. It is chili. It's exactly. It's not chili if it's not. <laughs> Put it on a hot dog, maybe, but it's not chilly if you don't have beans in it, for Pete's sake. So, um, all right, very. Right. So, what did you guys do? Go to the lake this weekend? Had Enjoy the big the uh, fish activity? fry on Saturday night at the neighbor's house out at the lake. Yeah, it was delicious. A lot of fish. Uh, I don't know who makes the beans. I, I say this every year, but the, there's a pot of beans there every year that are just yeah. unbelievable. Uh, homemade banana pudding. There was all kinds of stuff. Oh. It was just, it was good. It was good. Which may be my voice today because I was near a uh, a fire pit, and they really bother me now in life. I don't know why. I just can't be around them. So this could possibly be the, the side smoke? effect of that. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. uh, but too much good time. smoke in your lungs. Too much, maybe too much. But mm. nice time was had by all. I think we've talked about this before, but uh, this is a non-tartar sauce fish fry, if I remember correctly. Yes? I don't remember any tartar sauce being there. I'm not saying that there's not, but I yeah, don't ever I remember just, seeing I it. I can't fathom that. I cannot fathom. Uh, there may be, and it's on a table somewhere, and I just don't ever see it. But I don't remember anyone, like, having any, if that makes sense. Like, everybody's out on the deck and fixing their plates, and I don't remember anybody having tartar sauce. But I could be wrong. But it's mm. so good, you don't need it. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, that's right. Of course it is. I can't. I don't think I could get down a piece of fi- fried fish without tartar sauce. I don't know that I've ever <laughs> had any in my life. I don't have a problem with tartar sauce. I'm just saying I don't know that yeah. there was any there, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, well I, I like you, tartar you, sauce. You, know, yeah. you do you. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a good weekend. How was I'm your sorry, uh, car trip? How was all the time in the Long car? ways. Yeah. It's a long ways to Iowa and back. <laughs> a long ways to Iowa and back, Teach. Um, I'm tired. I told Jenny about 10 o'clock last night, I really need a weekend. Um, we drove the nine hours up on Friday. Uh, got up at 4.30 in the morning Saturday to go to the stadium. Called a football game and drove the nine hours back home. Really did it in eight and a half coming back. And uh, got in about one o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning. But it went well. Went good, you know. We, we didn't have any travel issues. Right. Uh, uh, we did not. Nobody got stopped. Nobody, nobody uh, uh, blew a tire out or anything that could happen, you know, on the road or anything like that. Everything went smooth. Oklahoma won the football game. Uh, Brian McKinnell paid for our meal Friday night. So everything went, you know, swimmingly. 
it's just a long ways up there and back. So I'm road and physically a little bit weary today. So, But, you know, that's what happens. That's to be expected. It was a good trip. We're going to chalk it up in the good trip category. Well, good, good. You know you could save a lot of time if you would just kick Teddy off of the plane and take his seat. I don't have to kick Teddy off the plane. There's an extra seat with oh, him and Gabe. Well, take I'm it. I'm a team player. Take it. I'm a team player. You drove for 18 hours. You would have flown for two. That saves you 16 hours. Come on. That's this, like two nights uh, of sleep, Toby. This falls into the category of a conversation I had with Stats Kelly for about five hours on the way home uh, Saturday night of <laughs> – Selfishness versus unselfishness. <laughs> Call it what you want. I'm calling it 15, 16 hours saved. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah. Come on. You get nah. on the plane. No, 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 no. You know, it used to be back in the day. It's funny how Teddy has uh, flipped the script on me on this thing. When we first started, uh, when I first took over in this job, um, it was... Me, Merv, Plank, and Michael Dean got on the plane everywhere we went. Those were the four people that flew with the team. And everybody else was on their own. Get the, If you can get there, great. If you can't, we'll do it without you. Stats, spotter, uh, we didn't have a thing such as a sideline engineer. I mean, a sideline uh, uh, an analyst back in that day. And then our uh, parabolic mic was Tom. And they'd all load up in the car. They drove to Tallahassee, Florida. They drove to South Bend, Indiana, while we all were on the plane. And then Teddy and Gabe, I mean, excuse me, Teddy and Dusty came along and changed the script. <laughs> Roy Williams was our sideline analyst and only, only did the home games. You'll right. remember this story. Uh, he did it for one year, and then Teddy and Dusty took over as the sideline analyst, and we're only going to do the home games because we couldn't afford to travel two extra members of our broadcast crew. And Randy LaFoon said, I'll tell you what, if if I pay to get them there, can they do the road games too? You remember all this, TJ. And Eric Barnhart at Sooner Sports Properties is like, well, yeah, if you're going to foot the bill, then, yeah, we'd love to use them on the road. Right. So Randy would either buy them a plane ticket on Southwest Airlines or pay, you know, their gas to go to Lubbock or Fort Worth or wherever. And Teddy and Dusty started doing the road games as well. And it was fantastic. It was fantastic. We loved it. It's a great addition to our broadcast. However... Teddy and Dusty really did not like not being on the team plane. And gradually through the years, they have psychologically convinced us all that they deserve to be on the team. Now, Teddy is the color analyst now. He's in the Merv Johnson role now. But our sideline analysts, our, our two NFL football players fly everywhere with the team and the rest of us drive. And I don't even remember. I don't even know. This is how smooth they are. I don't even know how it happened. They just slowly kicked this us happened. out of the this plane happened. and took the seats themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even point back to a time when I'm like, when did it happen that I'm driving everywhere and the sideline analyst and uh, color analyst are flying everywhere? When did that happen? 
Anyway, hey, just last, the way it is now. last drive to Ames. It had to feel good. It had to feel. I good. hope not. I hope not. That's it. That I, was. I it. was uh, talking uh, to Chris. I think up there. Uh, not the drive part of it, but just road trips, road venues, road games in the Big Twelve. I think I might miss Ames more than any other destination. Wow. Not counting Fog Allen Fieldhouse. Wow. I'll miss Fog Allen Fieldhouse the most, but the combination of an Iowa State basketball game and an Iowa State football game is just delightful. I just really enjoy those venues and the settings and everything up there. So I'm really gonna miss Iowa State. I know that's weird to say, but if you have if you've been, you probably get that. And if you haven't, it probably doesn't make a lick of sense, but that's the way I feel. All right, we're underway on a Monday. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Norman Regional Hospital, the health plex, specialized professionals helping you with all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Man, the Wildcats really kicked OSU and the Iron Privates. It was not a... You got uh, to warn me about these things a little bit here. Give me a little bit of a heads up on these things. <laughs> Iron Privates for the Cowboys! <laughs> How about that game, huh? Did they know there was a football game Saturday? What happened? Um... I was listening to it, didn't get to watch it, driving home. The world. Watched a lot of it, and I sat there watching it and seeing it, and I still was saying, what is going on? Like, it's one thing to beat OSU and be at home and beat OSU in case state's a good yeah. football team. It's another thing to, one, shut an OSU team out and just beat them down the way they did. It was... It was amazing to sit there and watch. I don't know. I was I was completely shocked with the way it was all playing it's out. No, no offense, but this was not a Davis Bevel situation. No, no. Like Spencer Sanders was there. Well, sort of, and for OSU a while, yeah. Brought their team. Mm-hmm. Just no showed completely. Shocking. It was. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I really don't know what to say about it. Like I said, I sat there watching it. You sat there listening to it, and both said the same thing. They're completely shocked. I could not believe it. Like, I kept saying, like, they can't even – they're not even going to – like, to, to shut them out was, little, it was just blowing me away. Like, um, some of the performances this year, uh, you would have told me that OSU and OU both get shut out in conference play this year. I would have laughed at you. Yeah. And uh, same type of situation, so – but, uh, but like you said, OU kind of came without a quarterback that day is what we found out. Largest so. shutout of a top 10 team, largest margin shutout of a top 10 team since 1968 or something like that in college football history. Mm-hmm. 65 or 68, I don't remember. But Yeah, amazing. Okay, what else you got? Uh, one, two, three. Several people letting me know I sound normal. All right. Um, this you person, sound normal to me now, too, I think. This person would like you to know um, the OU postgame locker room show. It was so low, I had to turn my volume all the way to the top just to hear it. 
I bet they're talking about the, the uh, podcast. podcast. Yes, that's the podcast yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Thank you for that. Lovely way to start a new week. Appreciate I have the same symptoms, took a COVID test, and it was positive, then went to urgent care and tested positive for COVID. Okay. Don't think you got COVID. <laughs> this isn't COVID. I've had it. I know what it feels like for me. Uh, don't let Toby forget to talk about Jimbo and the Aggies. Another great losing weekend for the Ags and Dumbo. <laughs> Five losses now. Five losses. But he's, oh, got, it. he's got it going I gotta on. i got to tell you. Oh, my gosh. That was the joy of driving home Saturday night. Uh, was listening to the Texas A&M broadcast. Of that Ole Miss game. We had five games going on at once. We we're flipping around. Five? Uh, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, two of them were the World Series and the Thunder and Mavericks. And then we had three college football games going. We we're just bam, bam, bam. I was I was hot, TJ. You know, you hit a commercial break, you hit another one, and they're about to score. You know how you get on a roll sometimes flipping channels. But we finally settled in on the A&M broadcast because it's just – so I used to love the Michigan broadcast, if you remember, talking about their radio crew, because they had a Brandstetter and Deerdorf, and it was just like the two guys in the balcony on the Muppets complaining about <laughs> right. everything all the time. Well, they've both retired now, and unfortunately, the Michigan broadcast is not as much fun to listen to. It's just a straightforward, solid broadcast now. Who needs that, right? But I, I Texas A&M has... Uh, replace them as my new favorite broadcast to listen to. Andrew Monaco's their play-by-play guy. We've had him on here before. He's fine. I don't know who the color analysts and sideline guys are, but between the three of them, it will. I I would not be surprised if we do not hear of a Texas A&M broadcast suspension today, much like Texas Tech got a, a year ago. You remember when our friends at Texas Tech were complaining about the refs a year ago uh, yes, and got uh-huh. a one-game suspension? Right, that was the game where they were, all the fans were walking out. and Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how the SEC will handle this, but at one point the color analyst, whoever he is, called the refs a bunch of idiots and a bunch of dodos. Dodos, <laughs> dodos. was the word he Who used. Who uses dodos anymore? And every single call in the game – they were complaining about every single one it it was oh it was so funny to listen to it was just they were beside themselves and how badly they were being cheated by the referees in the game now i couldn't see the game so i have no idea if it was accurate or not but uh, every time a flag was thrown oh here we go here we go (laughs) Ref's taking over the football game again. I suppose this is going to be us on us too, right? Oh, it was just hilarious. So what are they now? Three and five? Three and five now, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Lane said after the game, uh, they asked him about his Halloween costume on the field. And what it is it? He said, maybe uh, Jimbo has a Joker outfit for me. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. It was great. It it killed some miles for us listening to the A&M broadcast. You talk about a bunch of whiners, man. I mean, again, maybe they were justified. I could not see. But it is just a constant three and a half hours of whining about calls. 
this uh, texter says, uh, my youngest decided to be the same thing for Halloween this year. How about them Sooners fellas? Boomer Sooner. So we got a couple of, uh, someone else says that is Sam from Trick or Treat is the movie. Um, Bronx just thought it was cool, cool and scary looking, so. Look out for the uh, Sams right. running around the neighborhoods tonight, I guess. Uh, what do you Carpier think Cat- as far as how many more years you got of this? You feel like he's almost at the end of it or feel like he's Bronx has 100% never, into it? Bronx has never been huge on trick-or-treating. Like I said, every year he'll start out with good intentions, and then he's back home because he would rather hand out the candy. So um, not not very long. I, I, maybe next year if that, mm. you know. Yeah. Okay. So... He's a he's a giver, man. He likes to hand it out. He's he likes giver. to he likes to hand out the candy. Yeah, uh, carpy or catfish? It was a uh, carpy. It was delicious. Sounds like Har- Toby crappy 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 crappy. Uh huh. Spell crappy. Yeah. Crappy. Uh, crappy. You said you did you I say carpy? Car- uh, car- carpy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> crappy. <laughs> I was trying to avoid saying crappy when I was looking at the text. Sorry. Uh, sounds like Toby needs to get on the chopper. Uh, to the road games from now on. No, I, listen, I enjoy being with my guys, man. It's great. That's where the memories are made. I got no complaints at all. It's just funny how we were psychologically taken over by the NFL guys. Stealth. They did it in a stealth manner. Toby, I need a weekend off. TJ, you should fly two hours instead of driving 18. Toby, no, I can't do that. I can't Called do that. self-care. It's we aren't teamwork, saying drive to TCU or Kansas. It's teamwork. It's teamwork. Uh, this goes back to you and your teamwork. So much winning culture. That's exactly right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. Does it, has a football game ever been lost because of karma from the play-by-play guy? I felt like Dave Hunziker lost like, that game. That's for possibly it right there, yeah. yeah. I felt like the football god said, we can't let that slide. Sorry. We're going to have to hand OSU a loss on Saturday. I'm just kidding, Dave. I'm just kidding. I'm sure you don't feel guilty at all. Uh, we have a group of players that haven't been here for very long. You need to let them uh, – you need time to learn their numbers. Most of us don't call games and have to learn the numbers for a living. Huh? When you have a group of players that haven't been here very long, you need to time to learn their numbers. Most of us don't call the games and have to learn the numbers for a living. Did you say something about the numbers? Or, uh, or did no. you insult someone on uh, the broadcast or something? No, I don't think so. Huh. I don't know what that's referring back to. I don't know what that's referring to. Yeah, no, I don't know. Did it come in this morning or like over the Yeah, weekend? no, it just came in just a little bit ago, yeah. Time to learn the numbers. Hmm. Maybe I did butcher something that I don't know I butchered. Right. That's certainly possible. Uh, a lot of winning culture text here. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. Right, You're going to upset right. Dave. You're going to upset right. Dave. you be doing that. <laughs> he did this to himself now. Come on. Uh, all right, break time, 630 in the morning. We've got so much to get to today. We're going to revisit. How we did on our Friday picks, uh, we've got the Ref Royal Rumble update for you. Got some Brid Vittables postgame sound. Uh, special guest stopping by later in the show. It's a big Monday edition, Halloween edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show.
The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Delay of game. Defense number 55. We're making a move that's not necessary and unlike football. Okay. So here's... <laughs> I see those flags a lot in uh, flag football. Making hey, move he, he jumped. You can't jump in flag football. That's a penalty. Making penalty. Delay of game. Defense number 55. Ooh. Making a move that's not necessary in unlike football. Okay. <laughs> Making a move that's not necessary and unlike football. Uh, that's great. All right. Um, well, let's let's start by talking a little Sooners win. TJ, 27-13, the final up in Ames on Saturday. That's a two-game win streak. And uh, they head home now to take on Baylor. By the way, Baylor, 2 o'clock this Saturday. Game time set, 2 o'clock ESPN Plus TV broadcast this Saturday. Two's a weird time, Teach. 2.30 is what we yeah, normally see for that afternoon that. game. So, folks, uh, it's 2. Don't be 30 minutes late to the game here. Starts at two. What'd you think Saturday, T? Um, I thought solid, good, solid football win. Yeah, I agree. Not you know, wasn't outstanding, wasn't great, just solid. And um, you go in there, and you knew it was going to be tough on you offensively with that defense that you were going to face. Scored in the area about what you thought they were going to. I thought they would get. A little bit more. I thought they would get into the low 30s, but um, defense played really well and contained them for, you know, the whole game. And it was just solid. That's what I would say about Saturday's game. Solid. Solid. I like that word. A lot to continue to grow on and a lot of good things that you saw in that thing. And if it wasn't for the two uh, kickers. Maybe we're talking a different game. I don't know, How but they were outstanding. Guys, huh? They were those guys were outstanding on Saturday. So Turk, uh, Turk and, and Schmidt. Schmidt, yeah. Uh, I wonder if they got their. I wonder if the kickers got to ride in first class on the way. Home. I'm guessing so. I'm guessing so because they were both outstanding. So, uh, but yeah, I thought they were. Uh, it was a really good, uh, a really good win. It was a solid football game. I tell you, that was one of the slickest fake field goals I've ever seen. Yeah, no, it was. It was very nice. And to be honest, when he cut it first, I'm like, oh, he's going to get planted to the ground. And then it was just kind of untouched in. So um, it was very nice. Very two nicely for two. designed. Mm-hmm. Two for two on fake field goals this year. I don't know if we faked a field goal in years before this year. Now we're field goal faking fools. Uh, that, but that was sweet. That was smooth, man. That... Um, little flip and the hole opened wide up. And I don't know if you heard the postgame interview with Zach Schmidt. Wish we could play it for you. But Chris interviewed both <laughs> kickers together after the game. And uh, he uh, Gabe asked him, why no touchdown celebration? He's like, come on, man. You may never get in the end zone again. You just handed the ball to the referee. And he said, yeah, I had this whole thing planned. So we worked on this touchdown celebration and everything. And I'll be honest with you, as soon as I crossed the end zone, I just completely went blank. Didn't know what to do. <laughs> He's like, I froze. I couldn't think of anything other than we got to get lined up for the extra point now. And uh, they, they were laughing about it. And 
So it was it was good. But yeah, the kicker Turk was I mean, he was punting out of his end zone several yeah. times and just, just bombing it. Yeah, he's outstanding. No returns. Um yeah, those guys were great. Really, really OU won special teams convincingly, and they didn't really have any kind of a return game. It was just all the kickers. Uh, the several here, uh, any update on Eric Gray uh, text that we've gotten in? Just well, he came back in the game. So, obviously, whatever it is, is not overly not, serious. Not, yeah, serious. Um, and he, you know, he scored that last touchdown after that quarter or whatever it was in the injury tent. He was in there forever. Um, so, I don't know. I don't have an update. We will obviously ask Brent tonight at Rudy's, but I would say it's a good sign that they put him back out there. They must not be worried about, you know, ACL or MCL or ligament damage or I don't know. I don't know if he rolled an ankle or twisted a knee or what he did, but they they obviously aren't worried about it structurally or they wouldn't have put him back on the field. So my guess is it's a pain tolerance situation. But um We'll ask tonight about that for sure. Defense came up with three picks. Three picks, yeah. How about that? Although I did watch the beginning of the game back last night, and I'm not sure they should have gotten the Woody Washington interception. Um, I was honest about that. Someone texted me. I said, I don't think that. I don't think he had that. So I think they reviewed I think it. it. I, well, if they did, I don't. I would like to know what they looked at because they, everything that I was seeing, I'm like, I don't think he he had control of that. So they never stopped the game to review it. Now, obviously, the guy up in the replay booth can buzz down. We want to look at this, so mm-hmm. I'm sure he looked at it. I don't know. That's but, weird. Um, it certainly take looked it. like the ball came loose there, didn't it? Yeah, it we'll did to it. me, yeah. Bad day for the Justin Broyles haters. Uh, he came up with a pick and a fourth down stop on Saturday. Uh, it's fun seeing Danny Stutzman. In the open field, looking like Rocky Kalmus yeah. on that interception return. <laughs> he did look a little like Rocky, yeah. Said he was gassed. They were giving him a hard time after their game about not getting it in the end zone. He's like, I couldn't hardly breathe. Um, so, yeah, I, no, I like your word. I think it was a – they went two aims, beat a team by two scores that nobody's beaten by two scores. There was a moment there – when they got back within a touchdown early fourth quarter and got the ball back where you kind of said, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. But then that's when the Broyles pick came. Next possession, Stutzman pick. Got the touchdown to put it away. And the game was not really ever in too much doubt other than that one moment. Right. So that's impressive, man. That's impressive. No, it is. And, and maybe it's even – you know, maybe that spread uh, is a little bit more if Marvin Mims and, and Gabriel just were not in sync on Saturday. And you possibly are looking at a uh, much bigger score for Oklahoma if those two guys were in a little bit better rhythm together. So, Boy, I, I'm going to disagree with you. Uh, I see nothing to blame Dylan Gabriel for. Well, okay, Marvin uh, Mills. They, they just weren't in well, sync. Maybe it, Marvin, was someone's uh, problem or not. Marvin just was not good on Saturday. So, yeah. Dylan kept just putting it right in his hands, and he couldn't hang on to anything. <laughs> no, that's true. So, I mean, if you want to – you put it all on Marvin. Yeah, I, I was trying to be nice well, there the, and just say they needed the to be in play, better rhythm. But. 
first play, they ended up having a holding call, so it wouldn't have mattered. But that's a touchdown on the first play of the game. Mm -hmm. Drops it. There was a third down later in the game, right in his hands, dropped it. There was a, there was a deep pass the one that off was his contested, right. but still a perfect throw that he couldn't have come up with. Now, there was a deep ball going the other way that Marvin had a step, and it looked like the pass was a little bit off. So that's fair. I'll give you that. Dylan might have, but still, man, Marvin, like, I don't know what was going on with him. I've never seen him drop that many passes before. You know, they they won the game, and Marvin Mims and Braden Willis were really offensive non-factors from mm-hmm. a production standpoint. Now, Braden was still out there doing blocking and, and all kinds of Braden Willis-type things, but I think he had one catch, and Marvin had two. So that was odd that those two guys were um, not bigger impacts in the game it was basically eric gray and jaleel farouk and then the like the maybe the coolest thing was when they brought the whole second unit in for three plays and then ran them all off did they talk about that on tv at all um if they did i don't remember that oh my gosh that was the we got to talk about that i've never seen anything like that in college football um all right quick break Six forty-nine in the morning Remind me to talk about this, TJ. I don't want to get lost in the show. Uh, 6.49 in the morning, T-Row in the morning show on Halloween. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I went to get gas and ended up paying for gas. What's going on on the text? I don't know what's going on with that one. That one's something to do with your love's travel stop or something, or I don't know. know. (laughs) You guys are confusing me. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Do you uh, guys know why the band didn't travel to the game at Iowa State? No. No inside band information there. Nope. Mm -mm. Do they go to every game? I don't know. Um. Typically, I mean, I thought so, but maybe not. My my answer would be it's a long ways. I don't know. know. Someone sent us a meme of a little bear waving, and it says hello. (laughs) Hello to you. Oh, it says the bears are coming. (laughs) Okay, the text above says the bears are coming. Okay. Two o'clock Saturday. (laughs) Uh, Good morning, guys. Toby, next time. Has the text line been smoking this morning? I, I, I may be. I may be reading these all wrong. Um, guys, good morning, guys. Toby, next time you see Dave, ask him how that foot tastes. Oh, boy. Uh, I do enjoy listening to an OSU broadcast. When OSU is behind, start talking low and barely not acknowledges the football game uh, by the other team. It's glorious. <laughs> uh, and then this is what you wanted to talk about. How about the nine guys, Toby? You got excited about that. It was pretty cool. So they the first touchdown drive, I don't know what they showed on TV, if they even knew this happened on television. But the first touchdown drive that ended in the fake field goal, they started that drive with all backups on the field, except for Gabriel, Andrew Rame, and Eric Gray. They had eight backups. Uh, all backup offensive line, uh, 
Llewellyn was at tight end. Freeman was at wide receiver. Uh, Jaden Gibson was at wide receiver. All backups. They ran three plays with that crew. They got nine yards, ten yards, and nine yards. And then the whole, well, nine players ran off the field. As soon as the third play ended, all nine sprinted off the field, except for Gabriel and Rame. Everybody mm-hmm. left, and nine new guys ran on the field. The starting offensive line, Marcus Major at running back, Marvin Mims, you know, Drake Stoops, all the starters, uh, Braden Willis, all those guys. So they started that drive with, like, their second team. Obviously, you could tell they worked on these three plays this week, and they went out there and they – they killed it. I mean, they got 28 They're yards in three plays. Right. But as soon as that third play was over, it was like a hockey line change. <laughs> nine guys sprint off the field. I've never seen nine in the middle of a drive. You might see two, one or two guys substitute in and out, you know, maybe three. The entire offensive line and everybody just sprinted off the field and the whole new team came on the field. It was was pretty wild. I can't wait to ask Brent about that tonight. I've never seen anything like that. D- Dusty, or t- I keep saying Dusty today. Gabe and Teddy were like, oh, this is wild. <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning, we're underway a new week, a Halloween day here on the T-Row in the Morning Show. This is The Ref, the home of Sooner fans.